Welcome to Your Best Riding Life, an extension of the Blue Ridge Mountains Christian Riders Conference held in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains of North Carolina. I'm your host, Linda Goldfarb, and each and every week I bring you tips and strategies from experts in the writing and publishing industry to help you excel in your craft. I am so glad you're listening in. Today we're sharing evaluating your publishing options. What a topic. This is going to be great. We're going to discuss traditional publishing, answer some forbidden questions, and take a look at many options for self, independent, co-publishing, and partnership publishing. As someone with her foot in both worlds, our industry expert, Sherry Cowell, can help you evaluate your options. Sherry is the founder and CEO of EA Books Publishing. She brings a unique blend of publisher-author experience to independent publishing. As an author with four traditionally published books who has a passion of helping others see God's Word come alive, Sherry is excited to help you take advantage of the new publishing trends. Welcome with me, if you will, please, to your best writing life, Sherry Cowell. Sherry, it's good to have you here. I am thrilled to be here and with your listening audience. Well, let's take a moment before we jump into the content. Those that have been listening for a while, they know I love to do this. I I call it a moment of kind of pulling the curtain back. So we're going to take a look at the inside life of our expert. So Sherry, could you share with us something that maybe our listeners would not find in your bio? Well, the most exciting thing I have going on in my life right now has to do with tree houses. Uh, You see, most of the uh, time I've lived in Orlando, Florida, but recently my husband Randy and I have also part-time lived in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. And the reason for that is we are building rental tree houses, luxury tree houses in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. And just recently, we were featured on a DIY episode of Barnwood Builders. Can you believe that? Oh, uh, I we love Barn. I, I love Barnwood Builders. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much fun. And so we've built these two tree houses, and we are currently building the next two with Barnwood Builders. And people can go and see the progress and see what's going on on our website. I just have to share because it's just so much fun. It's mytreehouseescape.com. So that is a little something that you will not find in my writing bio. (laughs) Well, I'm going to make sure that everyone has that link because I'm going to be watching the progress. I watch Barnwood Builders all the time. I love what they do and how they restore. So this is very exciting to me. And oh my goodness, I just can't wait. This is going to be so good. And I have, I've actually loved tree houses ever since I was a little girl. Anytime Mm -hmm. we could build tree forts or any of that. And I even had the opportunity of doing a retreat in a tree house complex here in the Texas area, which I didn't even know we had them. And it was fabulous. So I can't wait to make a trip to Tennessee to check out your tree houses. Now let's go ahead and head right into our content. We're going to be looking at evaluating our publishing options. Those of you that are just coming into the industry and you want to know 
man, there's so many different terms out there that can be a little bit confusing. Sherry, if you wouldn't mind starting us off here, what I'd like you to do is to kind of help me and help our listeners understand all of the different terminology that's out there. Is it self-publishing, vanity publishing, independent, hybrid, snake oil? Help us out, Sherry. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We often are lumped into this category with all of those negative things. But I can tell you that uh, understanding the terminology is a little bit easier when you put this on a compendium. Uh, So on the far end would be the vanity and the snake oils and all of those. And then next to that would be the self-publishing. And on the other opposite end would be traditional publishing. So let me explain. When I use the term self-publishing, I am talking about people that are doing all of the work themselves. They are designing their book covers. They are laying their book out for print. They are doing their cover design. They are doing their editing. They are doing all of those parts and pieces. Now, sometimes with a self-publishing project, you would hire some of these experts to fill in where you're not very accomplished. But on the far end of that compendium is the traditional publishing. And that is where you are going to a writer's conference and you are pitching your idea to a publisher with a book proposal. And that publisher takes it to their committee and they agree to publish your book. You are not paying them anything. They are producing their book or your book uh, for you, but it is their book. They are doing it. And I'm going to explain a little bit further how that differs from what we are doing, which is right in the middle. And that is independent publishing. Independent publishing is really kind of doing the best of both worlds, wherein that you, the author are still in the driver's seat because we're doing this on your behalf. But independent publishers have all of those experts that are within a traditional publishing house, but now they are going to work for you as the author. They're going to work on your behalf. The difference with this, however, is that you as the author are paying for this process. With us at EA Books, you're paying a flat fee. There's different models out there. So with some, you are sharing part of your royalties. There's other arrangements where you need to buy in with so many books that you're purchasing at full retail price. There's all different kinds of models. I'm happy to explain where EA Books falls into all of this, but that gives you an idea of the differences out there. And if you see it on on a line and with self-publishing on maybe the far left and traditional publishing on the far right and independent publishing being right in the middle, that gives you a clearer image to go with and understanding all these different terms. Okay, this is good. One term that I'd like you to also touch on is looking at that hybrid. What is mm. considered, an, what is a hybrid? Is a hybrid the publishing house or is a hybrid the author? Give us a little bit on that. 
I know there's a lot of terms that are being thrown out. And and the reason for this is because self-publishing and independent publishing have received a bad rap out there. There are some of us who actually, when we hang out a Christian shingle, we really are operating our businesses according to biblical principles. But not everyone who hangs that shingle out is doing that. So we've received a bad rap. And so some people are using this hybrid term to mean that they're doing exactly what I mean by independent publishing. But I like to use the term hybrid to actually apply to the author, not the publisher. So if you are a hybrid author, that means you're doing what I did. I am both a traditionally published author and I have self-published books. I'm doing both. And therefore, I consider myself a hybrid author. We like to encourage that because we believe there are places for both in this industry. And each author needs to evaluate their particular project and their skills to see whether or not their current project should be one that should be pitched to the traditional publishing establishments, or if it is one that is better suited for independent or self-publishing. All right. And what we're going to do as we go into this a little bit more, Sherry, I'm going to ask you if you would, you know, kind of help us understand how we would decide that as authors. But before we get to that, before we get to that question, Give us a little bit more detail between the differences if we're looking at independent publishing, and I know Mm -hmm. that you shared some of what uh, EA Books does, but the main differences between independent publishing and traditional publishing so that our listeners get a kind of a full spectrum of what is what and what both offer and what maybe they don't offer. Right. There there are actually about five things that I like to point out that are main differences. Of course, the first one I, I just alluded to, which is the dollar investment. In traditional publishing, the traditional publishing house is making the investment. And when you are independent publishing, you as the author are serving that role. You are making the investment on yourself. Now, when a traditional publisher is making an investment on a new author, I like to share this stat because most authors don't understand this. When they are evaluating your manuscript, it is not that they are just looking for the gospel message or the godly message that is present in your manuscript. We all as Christian authors are are praying that every single book that we put out is being used by God. So that's kind of a given. What they are looking at is their return on investment. That return on investment means that they need a return of about $45,000 is what they are going to put forth to publish a first-time author. So that is a huge investment for a publishing company. Now, the good news with independent publishing is that it doesn't cost us $45,000. No one should be spending $45,000 to publish their own books. 
With EA Books, we're, we're looking between $1,500 and $5,000. With uh, some other independent publishers, that number could increase to as high as $10,000, $12,000, depending upon the package and what you're looking at. But again, you as the independent author are looking at your return on investment versus the publishing company looking at their return on investment. So even though all of us dream of having our book out there with our name on it and maybe being on Amazon or maybe being on a a bookstore shelf, what we need to do is we need to look at this as a business and we need to make an educated decision as to whether or not this is a wise investment for us. And we like to help at EA Books, we like to help our authors make those decisions because we're not about taking your money and just publishing any book that comes to us. We, in fact, I've I've turned down a few projects with authors saying, this is just does not sound like it is going to be a good investment for you. I don't want any of our authors to be out their investment. I want every single one of our authors to be able to return a profit after they've paid back their investment to themselves. So that's one of the big, big things. One of the other things is is truly editing and cover design in the traditional publishing market. The All of these decisions are truly made within the publishing house. In other words, when a book is, is contracted with a publishing house, they are going to assign you an editor, but ultimately it is that editor and that publishing house that has the final say. If they are asking you to rewrite your book, that's what you must do. If they ask you to write out a character that you have in your fiction book, that's what you must do. If they want you to change your language, if they want you to change your slant, if they want you to remove some parts of your story, that is their prerogative. The bottom line rests with that traditional publishing house. The same thing happens with your cover designs. You have a cover designer that goes to work on your behalf and they come back with a cover and even a title change from what you have uh, submitted in your proposal. You may get a say on that, but the bottom line rests with the publishing house. If you totally disagree with your cover, sometimes that's just too bad because they're going to come back and say, we've had this market tested and this is what we believe is going to sell. So that is one of the positives and the negatives of traditional publishing. The negative would be that you lose control. The positive is that all of this is handled in-house and you have experts who've come alongside you to make these decisions and hopefully their decisions are good ones. Now with uh, independent publishing, With us, for instance, with EA, you are going to have an editor that you're going to work with and you are going to be able to accept or reject those changes. Now, that can be good or that can be bad. If you are married to your words, sometimes that can be bad because maybe you're too close to your words and you are rejecting sound editing advice 
but ultimately you are in the driver's seat with independent publishing. So that can be good or it can be bad. Likewise, with your cover design, our cover designers go to bat to work with you on your cover designs and they produce beautiful covers. But we have had authors who are married to their idea of what their cover should be. And even though we push back strongly and say, you know, your idea is not representing what we're reading in your book, ultimately you are in the driver's seat. So that can be good or it can be bad. And I just have to bring up the bookstores because this really is an area where traditional publishing shines. If you have dreamed of having your book in a bookstore on a shelf all across the United States, uh, traditional publishing still is the way that you need to go. The bookstore markets are really set up for those traditional publishers. Not to say that you will not have access to those bookstores. For instance, through EA Books, we use Ingram, and Ingram is the primary distributor for bookstores. So your book will be available through bookstores, but it is not going to immediately be carried by all of those bookstores. Because you as the author are the sales team. So you need to do an awful lot of work in order to get your books into those bookstores. But we at EA Books do make that possible for you. And, and the fifth difference is marketing. And, and this one may not be so much of a difference as it is a similarity. When I was traditionally published, I was under the impression uh, that a lot of authors are under, and that is when I'm with a traditional publisher, they're going to help me with marketing. And what I found is that that is not actually true. Th they do do some forms of marketing, but really their marketing dollars are going to be focused on their big authors, the authors that they are convinced are going to bring in the money. Remember that $45,000 that we talked about is their investment. They need to put their dollars on their big name authors that they are convinced will bring in more money to help pay for those new authors that are needing to get off the ground. And so all they're going to do is to maybe get your book into bookstores. They may do an ad in a uh, magazine or a catalog, but that is probably the, the extent of the marketing that they're going to do. They expect you to do all of your marketing. And that is why you have a marketing plan in your proposal. So a lot of authors come to the conclusion that I did was, okay, if I am doing all of my own marketing and I am selling the majority of my books, why am I giving most of my profits away to the publisher? Why do I not independently publish and therefore keep more of my profits? That really is a good reason to independently publish. Doesn't mean that every book project is great for 
independent publishing, but a lot of authors are choosing to hybrid publish, which is what we discussed earlier, so that they can keep some of their profits and that way they can fund their marketing that they need to do for both their independently published books and their traditionally published books. Well, this is good. You've given us these five differences, which folks is a dollar investment, who's responsible, who takes the risk, basically, the editing, cover design, bookstores, marketing. So you've given us a lot to think about here, Sherry. And I do realize, as everyone does, that you own an independent publishing company, the EA Books Publishing. Is there a way, though, for me? as an author to evaluate which route is the going to be the best for me? Is there mm-hmm. some considerations maybe that I can kind of look at, put in front of me, check a box, or just maybe ask myself some questions? What can I do to see which route is going to be the best? Great question, Linda. One of the best ways that I, I encourage people is to meet with us at writers conferences. Uh, We are there to help you evaluate your book project. If if you uh, are not with us at a writer's conference and still wish to have that service, we are here for you. You can contact us through our website, eabookspublishing.com, fill out that contact form, and one of our acquisitions editors will call you and walk you through the process, even looking at your manuscript and helping you to decide which is a better way because we truly, truly only want to work with those who God wants us to be working with. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because I run a a company and a business, but I found that if I do things God's way, it works out so much better. And uh, so we would, we would be honored to help you work through that. But here's a couple of questions that you can ask yourself. First, how computer savvy am I? And what I mean by that is when you are on your computer and, and, and typing a document, do you know that there is another way to center your header other than using the tab key? <laughs> I, I, I'm smiling and I'm laughing. I, I hope you hear that, uh, that joy in there. I am not pointing fingers, but honestly, there's a lot of people who go to a conference and they hear all of these wonderful authors that they admire saying, well, I did it myself and it was so easy. And I hear in my ear the calls that I get from authors who started down that path and they even spent some money going down that path only to discover that it was way overwhelming for them. They didn't know what they didn't know. And so if you are used to using your computer in a very easy, simplistic way uh, that you don't know that there's a way to set your margins before you start a project, that there's a way to set your indents, that there's a way to set up your your manuscript so that the, the headers instantly center. If you don't know all of those ways, then going down the self-publishing route is probably not a good return on your investment of time because to learn how to do all of that is going to take some time and some energy. And a lot of authors really need to 
look at the stewardship of their time. You know, as we like to say that let us do the things for you that you that you can't do or shouldn't be doing so that you can focus on what you're good at, which is the writing and the marketing and the promoting what God has placed on your heart, connecting to your readers. That is where you shine as an author. Let us do all of the other stuff for you. So that's the one question that I would ask. And then the next one involves a a survey. So go out there and talk to your readers. Put a survey out on Facebook. Ask them where they do their shopping. You see, when I did this, I learned that my readers were not like me. I love, I truly love going to a bookstore. I will go into a Christian bookstore and spend three hours in a Christian bookstore. I can get lost in a Christian bookstore. I love feeling the books. I love smelling the books. I love pulling them off the shelf and analyzing the books. And then I have a stack going when I go to checkout. I assumed that all of my friends were like me. And what I learned was that most of them were shopping on Amazon. Most of them were ordering their books for their Kindles or their e-readers. I had no idea. Even some of my readers don't read books at all. They listen to them as audiobooks. I was blown away when I did this. And what that did for me is that released me from needing to see my book on a bookshelf in a bookstore in order to feel like I was successful. Because what if God is using Amazon as a way to reach all of those people who would never step foot in a Christian bookstore? And what if I was denying them that opportunity by wanting my book in a bookstore so that I could feel good about seeing my book on a bookshelf. So those are questions that I would uh, recommend that you ask yourself. Those are, those are not easy questions to answer, but they're good questions to help you discern whether or not uh, self or independent publishing or traditional publishing is the right way for you to go. I know that you describe EA Books Publishing as partnership publishing. Yes. And the reason that you do is why? (laughs) Because we truly see ourselves as a family. We want to partner with our authors to create the book of their dreams. So it begins with our uh, acquisitions team who is helping you to assess whether or not this is a good option for you. Then we have an author liaison who holds your hand through the process of independently publishing because there's so many decisions that need to be made. For instance, you need to decide the categories that your book is going to be placed in. And we help you with that. If you were self-publishing, that is something you would have to figure out all on your own. So we have a team of people 
partners who come along beside you and partner with you in that publishing process. It is truly a partnership at EA. Not every independent publishing company does it that way. Sometimes um, companies prefer not to work with their authors. And I understand that. I understand why they would do that. uh, Because working with authors is kind of like uh, being a midwife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You are uh, actually birthing a book. And sometimes those uh, pregnant mamas and daddies are maybe a little testy or a a little frustrated with the process. They want it to go faster or they want it to slow down because it's so painful. They want uh, some some hand-holding. And uh, I understand why they wouldn't want to do that, but that is what truly what we enjoy doing here at EA Books. We love loving on our authors. Mm, That's good. So here's the bottom line question. If an author went with you or a company like yours, how much money are they talking about? I know that you gave us uh, earlier some kind of extreme or, you know, from this, this point to this point. What can you share with us on how much money they would be looking to uh, and, and, invest? And again, you know, this is where working with our acquisitions editors is a really great Uh, tool for you to consider all of your options because they're the ones who are truly going to work with you individually to help you figure out which of our options are going to best suit you. So for instance, our publishing packages start at $1,500 and go to $5,000. So within that, there's a wide assortment of choices, of packages And we're going to help you to figure out which one of those packages best suits you. But outside of those packages is also the editing and the marketing options. So now not everyone comes to us needing editing, but most of us need some sort of editing. So we have four different forms of editing. We have developmental editing, which is someone who really needs someone to come alongside them and look at their entire project and help them to develop it from where it currently is so that it will be a publishable product. We've worked with some people who have ministry ideas and they don't know exactly what needs to go in the book and what needs to be as free resources on their websites or what needs to be pamphlets, what needs to be what. Maybe some things need to be a workbook, some things need to be a book. Other people are maybe our fiction authors who are so close to their project. They've edited it and edited it and edited it and it's still 120,000 words. And they know that 120,000 words is too big, but they just can't see where to trim. And our developmental editors are excellent at that. And then we have other authors who maybe just have an idea and they have a collection of their writings, but they don't know how to take their writings and put it into a book that readers would actually want to read. And so our developmental editors are going to work with these authors to help them to develop that book. 
Beyond that, we have a relax edit, we have a partnership edit, we even have a basic edit, which is really just kind of a critique uh, to give you some feedback on your writing. So all of these different kinds of editing will be explained by our acquisitions team, and we're going to match you with the best form of editing. And likewise, with marketing coaching, we're going to match you with a marketing coach who is going to help you get from where you are right now. So maybe some, some of our authors might have a website, or maybe they just have a blog, or maybe they just have Facebook, and they want to market their book to their audience. And so we're going to start with who's your audience. And we're going to help you in that marketing coaching to direct market to your readers by either creating a website for you or helping you to develop a blog. Maybe a a newsletter is where you need to be. Maybe just Facebook ads is what you need. So we're going to work with you as a marketing coaching team. So you're going to get a tech and a coach who's going to work with you. So all of these things are additional costs. And that's why it's kind of hard for me to say what your all in is going to be. But Here's the good news with EA books. Most of our authors are receiving a $10 profit margin on every book that they sell. Yes. Fantastic. (laughs) Fantastic. I know. So good. Um, As a traditionally published author, I could not purchase my books for less than $7.50. And if they're retailing for $14 and then I had to pay shipping on top of that and sales tax and all of that, I was really only making about $1 to $2 profit off of every book that I sold. Then on top of that, if you understand how the advance system works, which Linda, do you want me to explain that advance system? Because it is a little bit confusing. I think that would be good because okay. and that was something I thought about earlier when you were talking about the differences between yeah. the traditional and the, you know, the dollar investment. But I think this is a key area. So, yes, let's do that. OK, so when you publish with a traditional publisher, sometimes, not always, but some publishers are offering in advance. And just so that you have this clear in your mind. Uh, we're not talking thousands and thousands of dollars. You know, some of us think in the terms of New York Times bestseller authors, and they're getting these huge advances. Uh, I will share my first advance was $1,400. Now, I thought as a newbie author that, wow, I could earn out my advance because that's what you do. You need to earn out your advance before you're paid another dollar from that publishing company. So I thought, okay, my book is selling for $14. So therefore, I will earn that out pretty quickly. But what I didn't understand is how advances work. Actually, you're not getting that whole $14 applied to your advance. You only get about 50 to 75 cents of every book that is sold that is applied towards your advance. So now if you're looking at $1,400 divided by 50 cents, it's going to take you an 
awful lot of books sold in order to earn out that advance. And those books sold are, do not include the books that you as the author are selling. Those don't count towards your advance. Any books that you sell are strictly yours. The only books that count towards your advance are the ones that the publishing house sells. So again, that is one of the things that uh, drives people to independent publishing is because they think, oh my goodness, that is really a slow way to get to profits. So Again, if we're looking at the marketing and we're saying, oh my goodness, if I am spending all this time marketing, then maybe I should earn more of my profits. And, you know, that is the reason why a lot of authors are becoming hybrid. That is, they're both traditional and independently publishing. This is what we need to hear in order to make a clear decision. Because without the knowledge, I think you said this earlier, we don't know what we don't know. And mm -hmm. so to be able to evaluate both of them or all of our options with a clear direction, you've given us that. So this is very good. This is right. so good. And I know that there's so much more that you have to bring. And so for certain, we will have you come back on again. This has been fantastic. And I will encourage everyone, we have the website, eabookspublishing.com. We have, I'm going to have everything in the show notes that Sherry has talked about already. And yes, you said that they can meet with an acquisitions editor. Does that cost them anything to do that? No. And, and please don't see that as a, a sales opportunity because that is truly not the way we approach those phone calls. We want to come alongside you as the author and help you to make an informed and wise decision. And then we actually pray. Uh, I know that <laughs> sounds really strange for a, for a company to do, but we really do pray with you over your decision. And if you choose to go in another, in another direction, we wish you well, and we pray God's blessings on you and your mission to get God's word out into the world, to change lives, no matter where you are called to do that. So we would, we would be honored to walk alongside you to help you make that decision. No cost involved. Thank you so much. Well, I'm going to ask you a question that I've just been asking many of my guests of late. Sherry, what brings you joy? Wow. What a yeah. great question. Oh, I, I think people heard in my voice that what I am doing right now that I I get to work with authors brings me joy. But more specifically, it is when an author says to me, you mean I can do this? You mean you would do that for me? Mm. You mean my book is is out on Amazon now? Or... Sherry, did did you see this review? Or Sherry, I received this phone call and this is what this reader just told me. Those things bring me joy because I think each one of us, all we want to do with our lives is to glorify God. 
And I believe, I truly believe with all my heart that that is what we are doing at EA Books Publishing is we are glorifying God by helping each of our authors to do that. And that brings me joy. Mm. So good. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) It just makes me smile. I like it when someone (laughs) is happy to invest themselves in the lives of others. And that's, you know, that's what we're called to do as writers, as Christ followers, invest ourselves in the lives of others, help others accomplish what it is that God has them here to accomplish and love them through the process. And it sounds like that's exactly what you do. Thank you so much, Sherry Cowell, for being here with us on Your Best Writing Life. I've loved being here. Thank you, Linda. Uh, This was a great interview. You are a great interviewer. Oh, all I have to do is sit back and listen to my guests give strategies and tips of excellence. So it makes my job very, very easy. Very, very easy. (laughs) We're both blessed, aren't we? We are. Thank you so much. And so thank you for being here again, Sherry. And we will most certainly have you back. I know there's a lot of other topics you can cover. And as an investment into the lives of our audience. And I think that you said that you're going to have some handouts that we can have in the show notes as well. Is that correct? Yes, handouts. I love to give handouts. Uh, We will have handouts on marketing and handouts on publishing. So you will have lots of different choices in those handouts. And I, I pray that they're all a blessing to you, no matter which way you decide to go with publishing. So nice. Thank you very much. And thank you, my friends, once again, for joining us. Thank you for being here. Without you listening, yeah, none of this would matter, would it? But God has you here for times such as this, as he does with your best writing life. So take a moment, if you would, please, and subscribe. If our show is not downloading into your device every single week, You've got to hit that subscribe button for us, please. And then rate and review because what you have to say matters as much as what you have to write. And we'd love to hear what you would like to write about your best writing life. This is Linda Goldfarb, and I look forward to being here with you next time on Your Best Writing Life.